Hi, welcome back to Bush League Beauties, a little episode four. Uh, took a little hiatus, but we're glad to be back here. And I know, I know, Jaden's got some interesting facts right now. Came from a little Minnesota high school hockey championship. Not a big deal. Watched a barn burner there. Uh, yeah, it was a good game. It was a uh, oh man, uh, close the whole game. It like either team could have won that one. Uh, Matamidite, uh, so it was the class double A championship, uh, or Minnetonka, uh, ended up winning. They were, uh, over Dinah. Dinah was the underdogs. Uh, but it, it's 30 seconds into the third, left in the third period. Dinah had pulled their goalie, and this kid had a wide open net and just missed it to tie it up it was Oof. it was a, a good close game but uh it's a lot of fun it was it was a pretty cool experience to be at the xl and see a high school game and to see how packed it was i mean it was i it was it was probably more packed than uh most wild games but Oof. Uh, i mean hey you crossed it, it off the bucket list it's a once in a lifetime experience I mean, hopefully next year I can make the trip up. But, I mean, shit, that that definitely had to have been different than a lot of high school games we've been to. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it's a pretty cool experience. I mean, uh, it's, uh, you know, Minnesota hockey is different than uh, hockey really anywhere else. Uh, I guess the closest equivalent that I could think of off the top of my head is football in texas you know it's uh if you aren't spending your your weeknights and weekends at a at a rink that's kind of abnormal here you know it's <clears throat> oh for sure if you, i mean we talked with nick on it uh you basically come out of the womb in skates in minnesota so i mean exactly i mean exactly. if you don't if you're not doing that you're just you're not a minnesotian or i don't know how to phrase it <laughs> but we're gonna go that and then down in Texas, if you don't play football, you're not a Texan. So I mean, it, you know. there's definitely uh, if there's definitely something in the water where you take a Gatorade bottle, you squirt it, and you're back on the ice. Exactly, exactly. Uh, it's just it's cool. It's uh, it's it's different from than from what uh, me and you kind of grew up with. You know, where uh, you you go to school and here every school has a hockey team in nebraska you know uh you don't really have that so uh most of the time your hockey buddies are your hockey buddies and you have school buddies and they're and they're not the same uh so yep. it's it's pretty it's pretty neat um that these kids get a you know not have to travel every weekend and get hang out with their their friends in high school and their their school friends come to their games and everything. Yeah, I mean it. It's definitely different. I mean, our high school games is basically USHL, and that's not even high school. I mean, that's where yeah. you're gonna see fan. That's where you're gonna see fans. That's where you're gonna see the young, uh, sixteen twenty year olds playing hockey. I mean, if if you yeah. came to one of our games, it'd be dressed like a seat night, and you're staring at uh, going, okay, that's a parent, that's a parent, that's a parent. Don't know who that is. That's a parent. I mean, it. Yeah. There's no one there. Even in playoffs, I mean, playoffs were rocking, but still, it you could tell who a parent was. 
Oh yeah. And I'll tell you what, these um these student sections at these games, I mean, they're ruthless. It was they they got some chants going on that just they were after each other's throat and they were not quite it was loud. You could like just hearing the cheers like I was getting goosebumps. I was like, man, let me throw the skates on, like get be pumped up. I mean, big uh, shout out to follow the puck because that's the only re- way I was up to date on this. I was watching every highlight, every goal they had. And then next thing you know, they just dead on sprint to that student section. So I don't doubt it <laughs> that they are just a different breed in that student section because you see one goal far end and that dude just gets some adrenaline shot and full speed to that student section. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that was uh... – some of those celebrations were pretty cool too, seeing them. Uh, but I, I didn't want to leave out the, the Class A uh, champs either. Uh, Matabirai ended up winning over Warroad, and I think that was an upset there. Uh, Warroad was number one, I think, going in all year. Uh, yeah, they, they were on a train. They, it was the mm-hmm. wagon for sure. Oh, yeah. Warroad's always, you know, a good team at uh, – they're you know it's a small town it's just a bunch of kids that just go to school and play hockey i mean it's like the recess is going I mean, out hey, to the lake yeah playing some hockey <laughs> hey you get that uh tight-knit group though they can do a lot of damage so i mean it does not surprise me that if it's a small town that they all know each other they're in that no clicks on that team they're all hanging out and just uh doing whatever they can to play hockey but I'm so glad you brought this up, though, because I saw that celebration of after that game-winning goal straight straight to the student section, like we said. But there is a new living legend in Minnesota, I swear to God. Whoever that dude was that jumped over the glass to join the dog pile, <laughs> absolute legend. Oh, yeah, I saw that. that was <laughs> yeah, that man, he is a... Uh... He's being written in the history books. Yeah. Definitely probably will get suspended. Uh, you never know, but but you know for no sure he's now it. a Minnesota living legend. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If, I could, if I could do it, I would have done it. I might have needed some his help kids, getting over, but for sure. His kids are going to be telling his grandkids about the, about the story of the time that Grandpa jumped over the... The glass. Oh, he's going to have file. a like six by four picture of that. <laughs> if that's not a picture in his living room when he's a grand grandparent, I just, what are you doing with your life? You have the biggest moment in, exactly. of the year. And it's like, oh, well, yeah, there's me right there. Those kids right did all the, the work, fireplace. but you can see me. Yep. <laughs> Great, cool. Greatest game for our town or winning the state <laughs> champ. And then there's me on top. Pretty neat. I I think that um, throughout the entire tournament, there the attendance was over a hundred and like twenty thousand people, which is insane. insane. Unreal. Yeah, that... I tried to f- find out like what the attendance was for the the Double A Championship, and I, I couldn't find it. But I mean, it was deep. Uh, There's some pictures out there. It's like. Oh, it's standing like room only. You're just you're not buying. Yeah. You're buying tickets just to stand in that place. Pretty much, pretty much. There, you kind of like look at the picture and you're like, 
man, is every seat really filled for a, for a high school game? It's, it's just it's mind blowing to me. You're buying tickets years years and years in advance just to go sit there. Doesn't matter who's playing, you're just gonna go. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Definitely, I gotta come up next time. We gotta check it off bo- my bucket list now. Oh yeah, we'll uh, next year we'll uh, go down to the XL catch a catch a few games, just cruise around there because it's a it's a whole experience. It's a good time. Hey, I'm down to waste some money on a full day of hockey. Can't go wrong there. Oh yeah, and it's easy to do that down there. Easy. Just got to be careful we don't get kicked out. Can't be jumping over the uh, boards just to get on the ice. Uh, we might have to. Uh, that might be. Uh, we'll wait till the championship game to do that, you know. There you go. Might just have to pay someone. Hopefully that Bush League <laughs> Beauties money comes in by then and we can just pay one of the fans to jump over. There we go. There we go. I like that plan. Or just give him a free hat because I think I got a hat coming from <laughs> Lids. I dig it. <clears throat> hey, you got oh, 17 yeah. bucks for a custom hat. I mean, you can't beat it. That That's not bad at all. I mean, shoot, most hats these days are like 30, 40 bucks. Custom Bushman mm-hmm. Beauties hat, a one of a kind hat, 17 bucks. Yep. Well, it might be two of a kind. I might have to bring one up with me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're going to have to get the, an apparel site going. Little, oh, for sure. Uh, don't tempt me with designs. You already know I got it going. <laughs> I know. You got all the ideas going through your head. I got I got our uh, grizzled grizzled side going, our uh, beer side going. It's just too many ideas, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what, uh, what are we talking about today? Something okay. I mean, we, we're a little past the week, but I kind of wanted to get everything settled. I mean, you don't mess with a family come uh, high school hockey tournament there up in Minnesota. You're going to get just berated. And I know your mom. She'd kill me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, definitely during the uh, getting close to the playoff time, it's time to focus up, you know, uh, dial her in, getting, yep. you know, like, you want to be fully prepared in the right mindset, you know, it's everything the the whole season you've like built up to this moment so for sure we got one focus the next game but so today's uh little episode is just going to be about the nhl trade deadline we kind of let everything settle uh but now it's just time to get in it i mean the biggest surprise of the entire trade deadline uh we had the fans vote just was quick to the columbus blue jackets I mean, I don't think anyone saw it coming. I mean, good for Quickie to end up in Vegas after all of that. But uh, no, everyone, I think, saw Quickie just retiring as a king, king for life. That's what I kind of uh, thought. Uh, you know, I think his, his, his play is kind of – he's still an, a, a solid goalie. You know, he, between the pipes, he's still – He's still a brick wall back there, but it's just a little less of a brick wall. You know, he's got some holes. You can see maybe the his time in the league is <clears throat> he's slowed down a little bit. So I definitely saw him, you know, ended, ending it with uh, 
the Kings. And I thought that uh, with his contract ending soon that that uh, after this that this would be his like his year to do that. But I mean, now that he's with the 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 Knights, he's got a a good chance at you know making a run at the playoffs, and that's exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of wondering now what it's going to be for him long term if uh, they're going to try to sign him for a long term deal just to get Quickie still there because I I gotta believe just getting traded from the Kings has got a little fire under his ass. He has got to find that shit where he used to be that sprawling goalie. He used to be the best goal in the one of the best goalies in the NHL for sure. Absolutely, and uh, I think that uh, <clears throat> he. Uh... I think he still brings a lot of value to the Knights. Obviously, you know, bringing him in, they wanted him. Uh, I mean, he he brings a lot of experience. So, I mean, Logan Thompson, he is, he's currently out with injuries. But with all of Quick's knowledge and his experience, he, he, he'll he be able to pass that on, you know, through practices uh, to the younger goalies. Um, I mean, he he's also – a solid goalie to have in that, you know, when you need him like lay into the lay into the playoff run, you know, he's experienced. So that's someone that you want back there, you know, maybe that won't be uh, as rattled easily, you know, or fatigued after the long season. I mean, we've definitely seen some teams bring in older goalies in the past. I mean, Flower is still tearing it up for the wild. Had a rocky start. Now it's just kind of picking his game up, and now he's just delivering. So, I mean, it's not a bad move. They bring in their leadership they're looking for. It's a guy that's won mm-hmm. multiple cups. I mean, he's solid between the pipes, and he helps your young goalies. I mean, you got two of them battling. I mean, it, he's going to pass down his knowledge, and hopefully that just helps him. But that kind of goes into the next thing I wanted to talk about, because in Buffalo, you got three solid goalies. You had Portillo out of University of Michigan. You got Devin Levi out of University of Northeastern, who was a stud on Team Canada a couple years ago. And then you got Lukanen on Buffalo, who's a young goalie. He's a little bit older. But you got three solid goalies, and the Kings go out, and they get Eric Portillo. I mean, that's kind of a big trade for him. I mean, he he got drafted a couple years ago, then got told he was a long-term project. So, I mean, he wasn't wanting to sign with Buffalo, but that could have been because, well, you call him a long-term project. That can't be good for the mental side. It's got to hurt, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, uh, that's – I guess, there, you know, there's there's a couple ways of looking at this, you know, to uh, look at it as uh, – maybe like a humbling experience of uh, like, yes, they're right. You know, I'm not going to come in here and tear it up right away. You know, I still have some things to work on uh, still uh, have some growing to do. And, uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, a lot of uh, players come in, you know, they get drafted and they go play in the AHL for a couple of years. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that, but that, yeah, that's to, uh, hear that it's got to be tough to hear and it's got to kind of put some doubts into your head about even going and playing at Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they draft Devin Levi in a couple of years. So that could, that probably added more fuel to the fire. There's another young goalie that I'm having to compete against 
I mean, it doesn't it doesn't help his ego or or not his ego, his mentality of uh, hey, I'm going to be the last surviving goalie. I'm going to dominate this, and then they bring in another just absolute stud who is having an unreal career at Northwestern. I mean, Portillo, he at University of Michigan. I mean, he started off hot as a freshman and then just kind of went down. He he's just barely over a, a point nine zero seven uh, save percentage, so that. It's not looking too good, especially in a powerhouse like Michigan. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you got Devin Levi, who's uh, I believe he's a uh, Richer Award finalist. So I mean, that that also probably doesn't help. And Buffalo's like, well, hey, we got this kid who wants to be here, wants to play, and is literally tearing it up in the same league as you. So I mean, I if Buffalo if he wasn't going to sign in Buffalo, it makes sense for them. Like, hey, okay, we we have other goalies we have in our system. If you want out, we'll trade you and we'll get picks for you. So, I mean, it works out for both sides, I guess, because Eric's now going to get a good chance in L.A. to find his game after his uh, NCAA career. But then you got Devin Levi now already going, hey, they traded a goalie away. It's my time. I got to come in here ready to go. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and that'll be uh, neat to see Levi come in. You know, he had been having a, a good – a good run and uh <clears throat> i think it, it is for the best and everybody's interest uh with Tillo. uh i think he'll have more opportunities to play and uh uh with the kings than sabers and i think that uh it was a solid trade you know uh, i think it worked out for everybody it was a win-win oh for sure yeah i mean Kings get rid of quick. I mean, it hurts because a lot of fans wanted him to stay, but then they get a uh, young go- young goalie who's eager to show what he can do in that league. And, I mean, just because NCAA isn't working out for him, or I guess the, his stats just aren't transitioning to where he wants it to, still an unbelievable young goalie who now mm-hmm. is going to get a chance in L.A. to develop under a great system where Quickie came in and was ready to go. So we'll see if Portillo can have – that mindset of, okay, these guys want me, I'm ready to go, I'm going to show them what I can do. Oh, yeah, you know he's going to come in with a little fire under under him, you know. Uh, uh, after, you know, kind of, at least in my head, if I were to hear, you know, oh, like long-term project, you know, and uh, bring another guy in, I'm, I'm going to come in and I'm going to, you know, show them, like, like what, what they're missing out on. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, we transition from now someone adding young talent to their roster to Pittsburgh, adding Nick Benino <laughs> back to their roster. I mean, it seems like the Pens are just bringing back the uh, the older roster to see if they can make one more run. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, the Pens. I mean, you know, they they you know they know what they're doing. I mean, they've been a successful program for how many years now you know at least uh, since uh 04 thanks to crosby for sure <laughs> exactly yeah and uh uh i think it's cool i think uh, uh i mean they they got what it takes to get far into the season and uh even though they got a bunch of old farts on their team they could they could definitely do it you know like you said, they know what it takes to win. I mean, it, it's a scary roster when you look uh, bottom to top still. I mean, there's some veterans 
that know how to win in the playoffs. So if they can get their goaltending kind of back to what it was at the start of the year when they were hot, for sure going to be a tough time in the playoffs because you know Crosby's already said he knows what it takes to win, and he he wants that fourth cup. He he knows how hard it's going to be, but he wants it. So if he can bring that mindset to everyone on that team where it's like, hey, I want another one. When's the next chance I'm going to get? I got to do it. it it's going to be scary for sure. Yeah, the, you know, the, the, the Pens are just, they're just one of the, those teams that you don't want to come across, uh, you know, first round of playoffs, you know, because they're as soon as it, it hits, it's, it's game on, you know. They might uh, be fighting, you know, to make it into the playoffs right now, but, you, you know, uh, more than not, they're, they're probably going to make it and they're going to be uh, – a bear to beat out. So. Oh, for sure. And then, I mean, bringing in talent still, I mean, it's something they have been able to do. They find those one, two guys that where they bring them in, they just fit right in. But I mean, Benino already knows how to play there. So, I mean, it kind of gives them a little bit of advantage. They bring in a guy that's already been in their system, knows what they're going to run, do all that. So, I mean, it, it helps them, mm-hmm. but you also got to think like they really just kind of, dumped cap to bring in some old guys for him. I mean, I thought definitely they'd try to go a little bit younger, bring in some young, fresh legs to kind of even it out. They got the top end guys that are going to show up regardless. And then you got some young guys that are going to be feisty in that uh, three, Mm -hmm. four lines. And I don't know it, it, like you said, they know how to win. So it's going to be interesting to see them down the stretch again. Another team is just it, – it's going to depend on how they play them. I mean, the pen, you're going to have to yeah. shot, shut down Crosby and Malkin. So, I mean, mm-hmm. whoever plays them, I think we got that a little later. But whoever plays them, you got to shut down Crosby and Malkin. And then if they – Benino has done it in the playoffs for him before where he scored a big goal. So, I mean, he, he knows what it takes, too. He's got the veteran leadership, can help the young guys that haven't been there. So, I mean, it makes sense to bring in veteran leadership come down playoff time, but you, you got two of the best on on the team. You think you'd bring in more young guys. Yeah, I just – I don't think that uh, – like you said, bringing in Benino, he's, he's already knows the, you know, the systems and how everything goes with him. Uh, I just – I think they're focused on what's going to bring them – the most success and I think bringing in uh, young guys for them is just not in the picture they uh, they're not so much uh, invested in the next five years right now they're they're focused on the right now you know uh, true right now is Sydney Sydney Crosby's time to go after it you know uh, this could be yeah you don't have know how long he's gonna play Malkin. so yep yeah, this could be the last chance I'm getting Malkin gets a, a chance at the cup. So, uh, for them, I think their mindset is it's right, it's now or never. And these are the guys True. that we want in our locker room, and that we know we're comfortable. You know, we <clears throat> that we these are the guys that we've made this happen before. So. True. I mean, a young a young team. Uh... That's bringing in some talent. I mean, we got New Jersey. I mean, New Jersey's bringing in Timo Meyer, just a goal scorer mm-hmm. from San Jose. Uh, I definitely thought 
San Jose would be getting a lot more picks. They got they got a lot of prospects. Um, they got a first and a second and a seventh, I believe. But what's interesting, so if New Jersey, they make the conference finals this year or they make it next year and Timo Myers plays in half the games, it changes to a first-round pick. But if it's if they don't make it or he gets hurt, it stays a second round. So, I mean, that might be a little something. Well, something you got to watch out for because then Sharks might be getting two picks because, I mean, New Jersey's – they've been a wagon this year. I mean, we I, – I called – that I definitely said they were going to be a young team that might not start hot out of the gate. That would be kind of down towards the end. They'd take them a little bit, and if they could find their goalie, and, well, they shoved that right down my throat. They're, they're playing <laughs> unbelievable. And then you, then you add Timo Meyer, just a goal scorer. I mean, it, it's just something – where you're looking at it going, well, damn, New Jersey is just on fire. Yeah, I think it's a, it's been a big surprise uh, for most. Uh, in how well they're doing right now. Uh, the, the whole trade was... Uh, it, was it was messy. Uh, you know, there's a lot of moving parts in it. It was kind of... Uh, you didn't really know what was going on in my in my opinion, uh, but uh, I think he is he's just an, another piece to the puzzle that's going to add, like you said, more scoring power. The kid knows how to put the puck in the back of the net, and uh, I think they're definitely going to be uh, a team to not underestimate going forth with uh, True. the rest of the season. I mean, they destroyed my abs. I was watching it, and I was like, I, I got to turn this off. I can't. It's <laughs> it's hard. too much. I need a beer. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. Come next next season, because I think that pick is for next season and after the 2024 season. So, if they make con- conference finals, Sh- San Jose's just licking their chops going, we knew what we were doing. So, I mean, you get two first-round picks back-to-back always always helps in that talent poll. But, I mean, it's a little later pick, but it still helps. I mean, you're never going to go wrong with two first-round picks. Uh-uh, no. And, uh, yeah, I think San Jose is looking toward the future. You know, they're trying to uh, – they know that now's not their time. Uh, that technically has never been their to... time. <laughs> <laughs> I, ha- I had to throw it in there. I had to. I love the Sharks. Yeah. My dad's a Sharks fan, but I know he listens here and there. So if he he hears that, I'll be getting a text from that. Oh yeah, uh, make make the Stanley Cup playoffs one time, and you got to play Pittsburgh, of course. It's not wrong. Uh, Just get uh, shafted. I think, the, uh, I think that they're looking. Uh, what's the what's in their best interest for the future? And I think that that was a good move by them. Yeah, I, th- there's one trade that I definitely thought they'd make, but that's a little later segment. But it definitely caught me off guard when they w- they didn't trade this guy, and there were uh, new numerous uh, rumor mills going around about him. But I mean, mm-hmm. you, you can only do what you only can do. You, I mean, it, come trade deadline, if you haven't moved him, I mean, you're coming down to the wire. So I mean, you got a couple hours left, and if he's not there, he's not there, and you. Like you said, if it's not in their best entrance, 
interest, they're not uh, going to do it. But I mean, there was a team that kind of surprised me uh, going uh, through their trades uh, last year. Just, I mean, gave the uh, Stanley Cup champs, the Avs, just a tough time in the playoffs. And St. Louis Blues, I mean, they kind of made some surprising trades. They get rid of Ryan O'Reilly and they send him to Toronto. I mean, that's that's a big move uh, for Toronto. I mean, Toronto's added a bunch of pieces for, like you said, hey, win now. And Toronto, I mean, they're on that chopping block. You got Austin Matthews coming up in his contract where he's going to be looking to go. Is he going to stay in Toronto or is he like, I, I can't do this. I need out. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think uh, Ryan O'Reilly bring like them bringing him in. Uh, I, was a, I think is a big plus for them. He's a, a good second line center. Uh for for him, uh, and uh, I think that, uh, like you said, uh, with Austin Matthews, you know, you he wants to get somewhere. You know, he's put in his time. He's he's ready. To, you know, to have his name on the cup. Uh, I mean, he kind of reminds me of the Nathan McKinnon, where he's a young guy who's tearing it up, just a phenom. And then, I mean, you just can't make it out of the first round. And, I mean, like you said, he's got to be – he's looking to get his name on the cup. I, I mean, everyone is, but it's, it's getting to the point now where, hey, do I got to leave? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and, uh, you know, I think that uh, – I think this year might, you know, might be the year that they make it out of, out of the first round. They aren't looking Ooh, too bad. Okay, Jaden's calling it. Jaden's calling bad. it. I mean, hey, the trades they brought in is definitely going to set him up. I mean, if Ryan O'Reilly can come back from his uh, broken finger, um, we'll see. I mean, he's he's a guy that's done it in the playoffs before. He's won a Stanley Cup. So, I mean, it, he adds that leadership and the idea of, hey, I've done this before. Listen to me. I will help you guys. I'm here to win. Like. But then another trade that they made. I mean, I kind of saw this coming years ago, but I definitely didn't think I didn't see it this year coming. Was Tarasenko mm -hmm. to the Rangers? I oh, mean, you get him yeah. and Panarin. That that was a one-two punch that I did not see coming. And then like St. Louis adds just kind of a bunch of picks with those two trades. They get some prospects, mm -hmm. and it's it's definitely. Okay, now now you're in that rebuild mode because now you got the picks to do it. But you, I don't know, I just didn't see them making those trades. And then Tarasenko now just on the Rangers and just pulls off the Peter Forsberg move again. Just a little breakaway, just looks, tucks, tucks it in there. And, um, it was a trade I did not see coming. Yeah, I think uh, – I don't think a lot of people saw that, that coming, but uh... – it's. I think the the Rangers have a pretty solid lineup now, you know. Uh, Tarasenko, you know, you got Kane there now. Right. Yep, you, you just said the next one we were gonna cover, and hey, yep. your boy called it day one. Day one, I you said should. Panarin and Kaner were going to the Rangers. Kaner was going yep. to the Rangers. I called it. I knew it was gonna happen. I mean, the rumor mill was uh, just spiraling out of control, going, he might go here, he might go here. I was hoping abs, but I'm not 
we don't have many prospects to give away anymore. But Kaner, <laughs> Kaner to the Rangers, I mean, he was pissed at that Tarasenko trade. He he oh, did not yeah. think the trade he was, was going to happen now. And I mean, I mean, big shout out to the Blackhawks for doing whatever they could to make that trade happen for him. I mean, they bring in Arizona to re- retain another 25% of his salary. Arizona's just the guy, the team that's going to be giving everyone just, hey, we'll, they'll, they'll send the message like, hey, you just give us the salary cap. We'll retain a little bit of it. It's just yeah. like, okay, so they Chicago retains 50%, Arizona retains 25 and then he's at the Rangers. And it's just like, why was Arizona involved? But then now you see, because they needed to take some salary cap. Yeah, uh, and I I agree with you. I think uh, uh, it was pretty cool to see the Blackhawks do right by uh, Kaner, and uh, uh, I'm happy to see him uh, end up somewhere where he where he wanted to go, and he's he's also on a team that has a. a Another that's another good team that has a you know a chance at uh, making it deep into the playoffs. Uh, you got Kane, Tarasenko, uh, Panarin, and uh, I'm gonna butcher this name. Uh, Zanana Jed. Oh yeah, here. <laughs> I'm gonna butcher it too. I know who you're talking about, <laughs> but I'd be I wasn't thinking about it. Now I gotta think about it. I'm gonna butcher it. But I mean, you got Shesterkin in that. I mean. They, mm-hmm. You got Truba. Truba's just going to throw his body around, take a big clapper. I mean, oh, the Rangers oh, added up. on. They added on more depth to a already Stanley Cup contender. I mean, we saw mm-hmm. what happened last time against the Lightning. They just couldn't get goal scorers. And, I mean, you bring in Tarasenko, who, I mean, he hasn't had that goal scorer's touch, but, I mean, now you're giving him weapons. Like, it just adds on to him. He, he can find that open guy. Yeah. Or he's going to be that guy that's getting fed and he can find the back of the net. And then, I mean, you bring in Patrick Kane. I mean, it's Kaner. Everyone knows who he is. He's going to be that guy that'll find the open guy. He'll make yep. you just abs- look absolutely ridiculous when you're laying there on the ice going, what the hell just happened? Then you look at your ankles and they're just broken. So, I mean, it's just Kane. You know he's going to score. You know he's going to make you look stupid and he's going to find that open guy. And then you just give him – put him on a line with Panarin again. It's just – it is going to be once they can get that chemistry back. I mean, I watched I watched their first game. You could tell. I mean, they have the chemistry. They know where they're going to be, but they haven't had the chemistry since a while. So he's trying to feed it through. Uh, it's getting intercepted, or it's getting tipped, or it's too hard. Like once they get that chemistry back, where they know exactly where he is, where that touch is, I'm I'm scared. <laughs> I'm for sure scared <laughs> of the Rangers. Oh yeah, they're they're definitely gonna be a, a powerhouse, you know, going in. Uh, now, if Igor uh, can I stop don't... doing the windmill and dropping the puck, then we're good too. Yeah, he. Uh, I was watching tonight the uh, the Rangers and Pens game. I mean, uh, any shot coming at him high, it was like he was having a, a tough time with it. Well, couldn't, he tries couldn't to windmill it, a, and I don't know why. A rebound, it was. Mm-hmm. But uh, I had the game on in the background, and uh, I, don't, I don't know if you know this. Is, is Kane on the fourth line? Is that a, I don't think is so. Where he's sitting right now? 
I don't think so. I, right. He was with Panera in the first game, but they might be uh, mixing up some lines. I doubt he stays on the fourth line for long. Yeah. That's if what he I, is. I thought. Like, I could be wrong. I had the game going on in the background, and uh, I thought I caught something. But uh, I, I think he might have had a goal tonight. Hey, there you go. Good See, I got, as we were yeah. talking about the wagon, I got New Jersey Carolina on. I, I was like, this, this ought to be a good game to uh, contenders. Fucking New Jersey's just up three zero, and and we talked. They're they're playing good hockey. I mean, it's yeah, everyone's shock. Every everyone thought they were gonna like need a goalie, so I thought they'd be trading for one early. They didn't. Then they bring in Timo. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're on a wagon, and it's. I mean, it's good to see them kind of come back from the era of hey, like we're rebuilding. We need a little bit. Yeah, uh, New Jersey wasn't even a like a. a thought in anybody's mind you know uh past few years and uh the hurricanes i mean to be up three rip on, on the canes right now the Canes yeah. are what number one yeah they're up but there yeah. in standings for sure yeah so i mean hey it's just good hockey i mean you love to see the young guys i mean everyone kind of thought jack hughes was a bust after like his first season kids like maybe 19 or 20 now it's like Give him a year, and he's just teared it up. I mean, I have him on fantasy hockey, so I, I'm loving him all year. Oh, yeah. Give the kid some time to, you know, get in it. He hasn't even sprouted his first chin hair. I mean, the kid is – the kid is, I, I kind of see it now when he was getting compared to Kaner. Just when he was starting to come into the league, he was getting compared to Tanger just or Kaner and – I can see it now. He just needed some time to adjust to the game. I mean, it is bigger, faster, stronger than any other league mm-hmm. he's played in. Like, he needs time, and he now he's adjusted to it, and it's he's taken off. But, I mean, one team that I thought would make some big trades didn't really do too much. I mean, mm-hmm. Edmonton, I thought for sure they'd be looking for a goalie. They got the young guy starting to play. I think it was Skinner. He's starting to now pick it up, so if he's that new starter – Solves one problem, but then I thought for sure they'd go get a star defenseman. They didn't. Yep. I mean, they they bring in Nick Bustad, still a great forward. It's going to be physical for you. Going to find the back of the net. But here's where I thought they were trying to make that all star trade. They trade away Barry, so that that's some cap space for you. Then you trade Pulvari to Carolina. I probably just butchered his name, but I mean. It's like, okay, where's your offensive defenseman you like? Because you, you guys are offensive-based. Your whole thing is, hey, we're offensive. You got Connor McDavid and Dry Saddle. So I, sh- yep. I thought for sure they'd bring one in. I mean, they bring in Matthias Ek- Ekholm from Nashville. I mean, he's a solid defenseman, a good assistant captain for Nashville, and now he's in Edmonton. Great defenseman. They bring in Cam Deneen, I mean, a young guy. So, I mean, they're – they kind of just bring in two guys to replace two guys, or three guys. They bring in three to replace two, and it's just – I thought for sure they'd be making that big trade. All right. But, yeah, you're uh, you're right. Uh, they they didn't win, in my opinion. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't win the trade deadline at all. You know, it was just uh, – uh, to me, I don't – think they brought in they brought in two good guys but they didn't bring in the 
They brought in some appetizers, but not the full meal. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's, thank you. Uh, I was going to say sustenance. I had that word in my head. I got you, I got you. I saw saw the wheels turning. I was like, I got him, I got him. (laughs) Hey, you saw the smoke coming out my ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think uh, they uh, think they lost the trade deadline, you know, uh, and uh, they they just need uh, a little more on the back end. You know, you got. Uh, I mean, Ekholm's a solid there. defenseman, but yeah, I mean, it, it's an yeah. appetizer, I think. But I mean, okay, we did bring up true. Yep. See, I thought the big surprise trade that I was going to talk about a little later that, I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, we'll we'll save it, but I'm like drooling over it because it helps both teams. (laughs) And I I for sure saw this coming. Um, But okay, we did just bring up Carolina. I mean, the Carolina, I mean, they bring in a Mm -hmm. solid defenseman. Like they bring in Gosses Bear. I mean, he hasn't been Mm -hmm. the salt. Saw defenseman he has in a while, but I mean Arizona, they're they're a young team, and he's he's a great defenseman that can add depth. But I mean Arizona was kind of, I mean they're the young team that's rebuilding. They got they got all the guys in their system. They got the young core going right now. I mean you got mm-hmm. shit. You got Logan Cooley destroying the NCAA. I mean you they have their young guys in their system. And I mean, they, they trade away Gossespair. They trade away Jacob Chikrin to Ottawa, who, again, Ottawa now just gets another solid defenseman. So they're, they mm-hmm. got, Ottawa's got their, hey, win now. They're bringing in their guys. But then Arizona just adds more picks. And I for sure was, as soon as I saw all the picks they brought throughout this deadline, I was baffled. I was like, drop my jaw going, how many fucking picks do these guys need? I mean, they, they they're about to add a whole nother roster to the team. (laughs) Yeah. I think, uh, they're, uh, cleaning house, uh, and just, uh, you know, they want all their, they want all their options. They're trying to rebuild right now. Uh, And I think they they got a little FOMO right going on right. They they got they don't want to miss out on anything. They want uh, every chance at making the right decision. But they're probably going to need it. I mean, you bring in that many picks, you should. They should be good for a little bit. I mean, Carolina adds the guy that they're looking at. They get more depth on the blue line. I mean, Gosses Bear, if he can get back to that two way defenseman he used to be, where he's put putting pucks in and just being that solid guy in the back end where you're not too worried about him. I mean, Carolina gets their man. I mean, they add more depth on that already stacked uh, blue line. Ottawa gets their defenseman where they get another guy that can just a big body finds the back of the net with a cannon and then will literally throw you to the ice if he can. But I mean, so I mean, Arizona's doing it right. They're trading their guys who want to get traded. They're keeping their young core. And then now it's, hey, now look at all this where we get to look up, see who we want, and then pick them. So, I mean, they, yeah. they're about to do it right. I mean, they, as a rebuilding franchise, I mean, you just added more resources to you. And, I mean, that always, that's never a bad thing. I mean, you get the one pit, one or two, three picks where you're like, okay, it's not transitioning. 
But shit, now they have like all these where it's like, okay, this one's not good. Or the next one, next one on the list, next on the list. So, I mean, I'm still scared of Arizona. And like three, four years, I maybe five, I just see an absolute like young core that is like scaring everyone. Kind of like how the abs brought in theirs where they were the young guys. They, everyone was, I mean, they weren't playing the best hockey, but then you saw every potential that they had. And now you're seeing it. I mean, they have the guys that are young that are filling in. They got the young guys that are superstars already. And then you got the three that are just unbelievable that have been young and Mm -hmm. played there the entire career. So, I mean, Arizona can do that. They have the young core that's been there a little bit. They now have the superstar in Logan Cooley who can just absolutely bury a puck. And then now you have the resources around him. Hey, we're, we're going to go get more picks. We're going to build a team around you guys. So, I mean, it, it's kind of a little scary that I'm looking at Arizona going, if they do this right, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it, it's exciting. Uh, uh, gonna watch them grow uh, the next couple of years. You're, you're absolutely right. They have the first resource they need though is a new rink. <laughs> you know, they're working on that. But uh, uh, you're right. They have everything that they need to become a. Uh, a powerhouse franchise, you know, uh, <clears throat> and they're going to be doing it in a, a brand new rink. So hopefully, I mean, they've got the resources now. So, I mean, if, if he can add on to it where it's like, Hey, uh, we have these resources. We just need to trade these for money. Now just build this rink for us. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, they're, they're definitely going to be scary. Come, come, uh, their rookies, uh, entering their third or, second or third deal because then if they're if they look like what they can do and they succeed their expectation it is just going to be unreal absolutely absolutely and then to talk about another team that kind of surprised me islanders i mean kind of the same thing as edmonton i mean they're a group who didn't do too much in free agency didn't sign a whole lot wasn't really in the conversation for players but now matthew barzell's out until the end of the regular season and you go add bo horvat great pickup but now now it's kind of looking like hey why don't you guys do this early on like you you could have signed some free agency free agents here and there i mean we add to our depth now it's like okay, we only get one guy, and now our one of our best players is out, which now is kind of scary for him because in that wild card like position, they have to battle. And with Barzell out now, does that like hurt your chances, or does it picking up Bo? Bo uh, see, I butcher names. I don't give a shit. Bo Horvat, <laughs> does he does he help kind of keep you in that relevancy where hey, like we brought in the guy that can help. We just gotta make it, but at, at that point, it's like, why didn't why kind of didn't you go sign guys? Yeah, yeah I I'm thinking the same thing. Um, you're in a position where you're fighting to get into the that wild card spot, and um, 
and in my head it's like uh, you want to do everything you can to get there and it's I, I feel like they could have done more mm-hmm. you know because I mean uh, I'm I'm a little worried for them I don't I don't think they're making playoffs I I don't I mean we'll talk a little bit about playoffs and everything a little later but I mean that that's a team that scares me I mean not in a good way like I I see them falling off now yeah, uh, it's uh, it's not is, I mean, still, uh, Hobart, uh, he, could he do it? You know, he 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 has the potential to uh, rally the the team. You know, but uh, my uh, I'm not putting my money on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll say that. I mean. Like talk about guys that like have depth this year. That's actually been playing good hockey. They add another depth guy. I mean Dallas. I mean Max Domi isn't. Ha- he hasn't been the superstar. He has been on a while. He's been. I mean he was in Chicago and having a rough time in Chicago. But who wasn't having a rough time in Chicago? But I mean Dallas. They they've done it right. They got their young guys that are playing unbelievable right now. They got their vets doing everything they can. I mean. And then you bring in more depth like Max Domi. Like, that's kind of what you were supposed to be doing, Islanders. Like, hey, we, we have the guys we want, but we also have our young guys where they're stepping in, filling whatever we need. And now we, we'll bring in more depth whenever we need it. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, uh, yeah, I agree with that. Max Domi brings in uh, that uh, – veteran experience uh and that uh that this is what it takes to make it mentality uh i think dallas is is doing pretty well right now i mean they're they're definitely a wagon right now i mean they they've been a team all year that hey people counted them out they haven't been the superstars they have been in the past and then next thing you know they've just been on a tear i mean they, they, I think they've been in first throughout the entire season in the Central. So, I mean, it's a team that's battled all year, has been picking up the wins when they needed to, then just absolutely was destroying teams. I mean, it, yeah, they're, they're at 85 points right now. So, I mean, it's a team that's definitely been winning games. And a lot of people thought they'd be more towards the middle. They'd be in that uh, wild card position, but – Dallas just said, fuck you. We, we'll add depth and go win it. We're going to show you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but, and uh, they just got to uh, keep up with the momentum. Like you, like you see, you're saying, they're doing good right now. Uh, and uh, they're on a roll. And uh, they're veteran guys like Max Delmi. You know, they got to bring in the uh, – uh, Keep them young guys in it, you know. Keep their eye on the prize. You know, it's easy to get worn out. Whatever we're in, like sixty games or so. Yep. Uh, it's a uh, it's a long season. Easy to get uh, tuckered out, you know. Get a uh, sorry, brain fern. The word. Uh, to get, I mean, it's a long season. You need that veteran yeah. leadership for sure. I, I am a little surprised that they didn't go get, like, a former Stanley Cup winner. I mean, Matt, I don't think Max Domi has done it yet. So, I mean, he brings in that veteran leadership of, hey, 
I'm going to do whatever I can to help you guys. I'm, if it's teaching a kid, putting in the pucks, or putting the pucks in the back of the net, fighting. I mean, Domi ain't scared of anyone. He learned that from his dad. But, I mean, I, w- I was a little surprised that they didn't go get a uh, veteran guy that's won it. I mean, the only really, I think the only guy that's on the Stars right now that's won it, and I could be wrong, and I could just be butchering a player who's got his name on the cup. But, I mean, you got Sagan there. I mean, he's one guy that has won it. He did it as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's a guy that hasn't done it in a while. So, I was kind of more surprised that, hey, they didn't bring in another guy who's been, who's done it. Like a uh, maybe like a Ryan O'Reilly for a team that isn't like for the Blues who aren't really in it this year they're now looking at rebuilding. I was a little surprised that Dallas doesn't go pick him up or someone like him. And I mean Domi's still a great pickup, but it, it definitely surprised me that they don't get that veteran guy who's won it before. Yeah, I mean it's still on a roll though. Mm-hmm. But you're right. You're right. Uh... But I do think they they have like a solid plan in place, you know. To and I do, I think that they're doing what they can to get themselves where they want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, another team that goes add depth. I mean, you got the juggernaut. You got the Boston Bruins, who have recently broke the NHL record uh, for wins and wins and points in like a short amount of time. They get like the hundred point mark before anyone. Already clinched a spot in playoffs. I mean, you go at a guy like Tyler Bertuzzi. I mean, if that does not fit Boston style of play, I don't know what does. The kid is an animal. And then, like, the biggest beauty. But, like, that is Boston to a T. That's, that's a guy who can be another Martian. And if he stays in Boston and plays his entire career there, with his style of play, the fans are going to love him. Yeah, he fits in. He fits right in at Boston, and oh man, Boston's—they're cheat code right now. They—they're just buzzing. They have yep. separated from the the pack, and it's <clears throat> crazy. It's mm-hmm. a fun. It's a fun team to watch right now. Oh, for sure. I mean, it. I still. I was watching this, the first uh, Bertuzzi game in Boston. The funny shit, just, yeah, I got too lazy. I didn't want to tape the knob on my stick. I was like, <laughs> it's Boston, baby. I mean, that's going to hurt just getting hit by it, even if even if he isn't even trying to. Like, that's Boston to a T. Mm-hmm. Like, just is going to rub yeah. it in your face, be like, I'm sorry, I didn't have time to tape my stick. Gets it right in the side, like, oh, yep, uh-huh, sure. But the dude's going to find the back of the net and just piss anyone off. Like, him and Marshan are going to be the one, too. Just going to piss you off, and you are you don't know which one you want to kill first. And then by the end of it, it's already 5 nothing, and you're like, shit, I didn't even get to fight any of them. <laughs> yeah, they're, uh, it'll, it'll be like, uh, is it the, the Bash Brothers from Mighty Ducks? Yep. Except uh, they could score. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. uh, You gotta love uh, Bertuzzi. You know, he's a character. Mm -hmm. He's got the the hockey flow. He's got the hockey flow, the missing tooth. He's got the hockey smile. 
he tries to do the OV uh, skate flop with the skates, which, oh, God, I hate it. But he's just oh, he's just a beauty. You got to love him, but you got to hate him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <clears throat> well, okay, well, I mean, th- that's kind of our recap for Deadline. But I wanted to ask this. What's the biggest trades that you thought would happen that didn't happen? I mean, mine are Eric Carlson. I for sure thought the Sharks would trade him to get more picks for the Bedard race. I mean, it's it's a race for the Bedard now, and you you mm-hmm. add a you trade a guy like that away. I mean, you're getting picks, you're getting some first lines. I mean, he hasn't been the same defenseman he has been in a long time, but now he's putting up career numbers. He's got his 83 points. I, I think he's at might be a little above, but that's a guy like I thought Edmonton was for sure trading for him. That was the rumor mill. That was everything. Mm-hmm. And like, that's pitch for the sharks. And I mean, that, that was one out of two that I thought definitely would happen. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it, you know, it's just a, it's a race for, for Bernard. The he's the the next, you know, make Jesus, uh, Nathan McKinnon, Austin Matthews. Everybody wants this kid to come in and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, be their their hero, their saving grace. And, uh, yeah, that that was a that was a bit of surprise. And that fits form. that fits Oilers' style of play that we were talking about. I mean, that's your offensive defenseman that's going to help you get those points when especially when you need it when McDavid's getting shut down or Dry Saddle's getting shut down he's out of tear right now and has found the back of the net yeah he's been tearing it up he's been and then my my second trade I thought for sure John Gibson I thought Anaheim was definitely trading John Gibson away I mean they're in rebuilding mode I for sure thought they'd bring in a young goalie let him kind of develop, work with him, and then get more assets and a higher chance for Bedard. Because you know, in a, you know, a NHL playoff like or Stanley Cup contender is looking for a goalie like John Gibson. The dude is unreal, but has kind of been wasting his career away in Anaheim. You uh, uh let me ask you this: huh? You think that uh? It's kind of like a, a situation with Austin Matthews. He like, uh, you know, uh, I feel like at the beginning Austin Matthews didn't have the the people on his team to help him uh, uh, be successful, and uh, maybe John Gibson isn't uh, getting that. I mean, yeah, the, Anaheim's been on kind of that rebuilding stage for a couple of years now, so mm-hmm. I mean, it helps because they get the assets around him, but it's also like, okay, well. Why am I here? If we're just wanting to lose and you're trading away for assets, like mm-hmm. I, I'm getting towards the end of my career. And I don't think he is yet. I think he's still got a lot of years left. But for goalies, you don't always last till you're 40. You never know. Like you can get a hip injury. And I, I will knock on wood because I don't want anything like that to happen to John Gibson because he's a stud. He's a, he was a great, he's a great American goalie and you love to see it. But. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want him to waste away in Anaheim. I want it, I want him to get a chance to win a cup for sure. And 
Yeah, I don't see it in their rebuilding mode. I I, uh, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, they uh, they haven't been doing uh, they haven't been making the moves that they they could be making, you know, to get themselves there. Um, then especially because I just watched one of my buddies burn a Bedard Anaheim Ducks jersey, and he goes, "Thanks, Gibson, because Gibson can win you games." Don't get me wrong. John Gibson's a great goalie. My buddy's an idiot mm-hmm. for burning any hockey jersey. But, I mean, if you got the money, you got the money. Fine. But you burn a Bedard <laughs> jersey. It was literally the Ducks Anaheim Bedard jersey, and I was laughing. I go, I'm going to laugh so hard if they end up getting him. And he goes, that would be the best mistake of my life. Yeah. Uh, that's hilarious. But uh, I just uh, I I don't think the the Ducks are making the the business moves that they they should be making uh, uh, are capitalizing on the opportunities that uh, that they have. Yeah, for sure. We'll see the picks that they can get in the like new uh, near future because I think they're getting a few. They got a few from last year coming up to play in the draft of this year. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. They 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 didn't really add any more to the value. I mean, they didn't. They made a few trades this weekend or this past weekend, and I for sure thought to see Gibson gone. But because I mean, you add assets from him, you get picks, you get higher picks. You go trade those assets and that higher pick. You got another low pick, trade that low pick and another prospect, and you're right in the top five again. I mean. I, ca- I, I do want to finish the segment with the Bedard race, but yeah, I mean, yeah. those were kind of the two trades that I thought definitely weren't that were going to happen. I mean, did you have any trades that you thought definitely for sure? Or did I take your two? Uh, the, the only thing that I, I was going to add is uh, I guess I, I wasn't, it's not super surprising because uh, he, he's hurt, but uh, I definitely uh, was anticipating taste the, uh, uh, leave Chicago. Be leaving Chicago as well, but uh, yeah, I think uh, his I do think that was due to the end of the year. Yep. Yeah, that so, kind of. Uh, I I think he might have some player options though, so he might be able to stay, or it might be team options. But I think mm-hmm. that happened because it, he was in a COVID protocol, so I think I don't think they could trade him. But I don't get that rule at all. If he's still in COVID protocol, I think you're. Should still be able to trade for him if they wanted to, but I mean, if he stays in quarantine and does what he's supposed to do, then I get it. But I, it, my, I guess it might be something to do with uh, a long-term effect from COVID. So we'll kind of have to see see how he does about that, and maybe come draft time, he's uh, getting traded too. But uh, yeah, that is that is kind of weird. Uh, it was it's like lasting effects. Of COVID, I, I think so. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hopefully, you know, he uh, gets better uh, quick, and you know, it's nothing uh, serious. Uh, but yeah, I definitely thought that uh, he was going to be. We were going to see him move. Oh, for sure, I did too. Yep. All right. Well, I want to save the Bedard race for the end because we got four potential uh, teams where we get a pick to see who gets that number one. I 
I will still laugh if it's someone out of nowhere that just is like the twelfth pick of the draft ends up getting first. But uh, so we talked about playoffs a little bit. I kind of want to hear your take on playoffs because if playoffs started today, you got Boston versus Penguins first round. Mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of talked about two teams you don't want to face in playoffs. So I mean, that could be a game where that could be a series where it goes all seven, or that can be a series of. Penguins should have added more depth, and the Bruins are just on a heater. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I got I got Bruins in six, so I, I want to hear your take. I think it's gonna be uh, the the Bruins, and it's gonna go all the way, all the way to Game Seven. But I, I would I would agree with uh, uh, you there. Uh, it would be kind of surprising to see. I'm a. I know. I know. You hate to talk about. Blatantly go. I mean, you guys didn't even do anything on the. I know. I wanted to talk about Flyers trade deadline, but I didn't want to bring it up. You guys only made one trade for Brandon Lemieux. I don't want to talk about it either. I figured. But I mean. I mean, I would – so the past president trophy winners have got bounced early in playoffs or just haven't made the Stanley Cup finals. That would be something kind of to watch where, hey, Boston's done this all year. They're not really going to change, but come playoff time, Pittsburgh's going to change maybe one or two things about how they're going to play them and then Boston get bounced. So, I mean, that would be – that would definitely shock everyone's playoff brackets for sure. Just any Boston fr- fan would be pissed and then Penguins would move on. But that that's kind of mm-hmm. something where it's like, okay, maybe I should be watching the President's Trophy winners because if they, they've been having the curse of haven't won in a while. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, you know, you're right. Um, I mean, we've said, we've, We've said it. The Penguins have. Uh, they know how to. They know how to win, and uh, they know how to go into the playoffs uh, prepared. Uh, and that'll. Uh, but so so does so does Boston. I mean, Boston's no uh, no rookie to uh, the the playoffs. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll. It's going to be a good series. It's, For sure. It's going to be a, a good series. But uh... but this is where it kind of comes into play, too, when we talked about uh, Barzell out for a while. Because say Pittsburgh jumps ahead of the Islanders in wild card, then it switches. Then Boston now plays the Islanders, and Hurricanes play Penguins. So, I mean, that that's something, like we said, it's got you got to watch it down to the wire. Because if Bo mm-hmm. Horvat can help, the Canes win and keeps them in it, then they're not looking too bad. But I mean, if Pittsburgh then just goes on a heater, it's definitely going to change come playoff time. Obviously we're, we're doing it a little early, but I mean, so that, that's something to watch for. I mean, in that series, you got in the next series, you got hurricanes versus Islanders. I mean, I, I got hurricanes winning in four. I mean, I don't see the Islanders being able to hold down all the offensive talent the hurricanes have. Uh, I agree. Uh, we're talking about, you know, uh, 
playoffs started today. Uh, and there's died hurricanes would roll them. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. It would uh, it'd be a quick series. Uh, the Canes would get a little extra rest, you know, uh, and the Islanders would be hitting the the course early. Yeah, links early. And then this one, I mean, we saw this last year. <laughs> Leafs Lightning. I mean, I I don't think the Lightning can do it. I, they've done it. They've done it so many times now, where they're they're just reaching that far into the year and just making it to Stanley Cups. That's got to put a drain on your body, and it's starting to show. The Leafs haven't been a powerhouse, or not the Leafs. The Lightning haven't been the biggest powerhouse this year. So I mean, I, I want to get your take on that before I say mine. Yeah, uh, I would agree with you. The the, the Lightning is they've they've done it. Uh, time and time again, but uh, I'm just like you said, not seeing it this year, and I, I'm trying to be optimistic for the Leafs. You know, I I believe that they're going to get out of the first round, and uh, so I I got the Leafs, and I think that'll be uh, it'll be a, another dog fight, though. It'll be it'll be a game seven situation. Okay. All right. See, I get I get Leafs in six. I think it's going to come down to the wire, though. I think those first four games, it's going to be two two coming out of it. But I I don't think the Lightning is just going to have that energy they've had in the past, where they're showing up late in games, showing up late in the periods, and uh, finding the back of the net. I mean, we've seen it all this year, where they're losing some games, they're losing some games bad, but then they're coming back and winning. It's it just hasn't been the same Lightning's team at least we've seen in the past. I mean, I got – so I got Leafs in six. And if you're a Leafs fan and you're listening, hey, we have you guys going out of the first round. So you guys are making it past the Lightning, playing in the second round. So don't uh, come yelling at us if uh, we uh, jinxed it. And we're, we're trying to be optimistic here and help you guys. I mean, give you a little hope and then watch Lightning take it away. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, yeah, well, it'll be a good series for sure. Well, it, it's just going to come down to if Lightning find that energy. But, okay, so the two wagons that we said, we got Devils, Rangers. This is going to be a series, I think. Just kind of like depends on how Boston and Penguins can go. Mm-hmm. I, this is going to be a series, I think. And I got I got Rangers in seven. I think the Devils are going to put as much pressure on them as they can. But I also think this helps the Rangers come later in playoffs where, hey, we've battled a team that's going to give us everything they got. And the Devils are a for sure young team that's going to come out with the energy that's going to throw everything they have at you just to get out of the first round. They want experience. Yeah, yeah, it is a uh, just thinking about uh this matchup. Uh, I'm getting excited. Uh, the Devils Rangers. Uh, it would be a, a good solid series, and I think that it would come down to uh, another game seven. Uh. uh but I, I have a feeling that the, the Devils, uh, 
being a young team, they give the kind of that uh, the avalanche uh, vibes, you know, the the underdogs, and uh, mm-hmm. so I uh, it I'm taking the Devils. Uh, oh, games, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Avs for the longest time. I mean, they pulled the Leafs play. They took the Leafs playbook. We're just not making it out of the first round for a while. And then as yeah. soon as years on, years on, it hadn't done it. And then you get past it and you go win the Stanley Cup. I mean, so, I mean, I'm not too upset. I watched them do it again. So, I mean, it's okay with me. But, yeah, I, that's that series, I think, is going to be one of the most electric series for sure. I mean, it, it's going to be one up there of it's going to be a high-scoring series. I mean, the Rangers, they add – more star power to an already star powered team and the devils. I mean, they're, they brought in some guys that are going to help them. So it, it's going to be a series to watch. I think for sure Leafs and lightning devils and Rangers for sure. Going to be some series to watch Boston penguins. I think we'll figure that out. Uh, the first two games, it's either going to be a Boston heater or it's going seven. And then you're going to be able to have another good series. So, I mean, okay, now, now we're getting into my area, we got uh, Knights versus Jets. So we're getting in. We're getting to some Central Hockey here, where I can pick my uh, abs here in a sec. But we got Knights no. Jets. I mean, I mean Jets. They haven't really done a whole lot this year. I mean, they, they were up in the rankings for a little bit. They started hot. Come playoff time now, they just been fizzling out. I mean, they haven't been the same guys they started out and. I mean, so I, and the Knights, I mean, you go ahead, quickie. I mean, if you can light a fire under him and get him back to his old game, whew, I don't see the Jets lasting. I think they win one game and I get the Knights in five. Uh, I'll, I'll, I got you the, with the, the Knights, but I think uh, the Knights, they're going to steamroll the Jets. It'll be a, a four and out kind of deal. Uh, you tell them get the brooms, get the brooms out. I mean, yeah, yeah. Hey, It'll be something. I mean, I think the next matchup's a little bit better. You got uh, the Dallas Stars and Edmonton Oilers. I mean, I think that's going to be a high-scoring game. I think that that series goes seven for sure. I mean, the Stars are going to play their game. They've been playing it all year. They've been showing showing they can win. But the Oilers, I mean, it, it, it's going to come down to their goaltending, I think. If the, if the goalies can find a way to, uh, mm. like, Get, keep them in some games and let Connor, uh, Connor McDavid and uh, Drysaddle uh, put in some points and score for them. If they can keep the puck out of the back in the net, I for sure see in this series going seven. And then game sevens, you, you know, they can go either way. So, I mean, it'll be something to definitely watch on. Yeah, I uh... – You know, I just I I it'll I think uh, the the it'll 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 be a battle. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I feel I, the stars have got that momentum, and I just don't think the the Oilers have it in them to keep up with uh, what the stars are bringing. All right, okay. Uh, so uh, I got the I got the stars in five. And I think it's uh, they're just they're just gonna bring the the heat. 
All right. Well, I mean, it'll be a good series to watch too. I mean, the next one, you're right. Kings versus Kraken. I mean, talk about a shift of momentum in Seattle. I mean, you go from bottom of the pack in your first season, and I mean, you guys have been on a tear. I mean, you guys are third in the Pacific. I mean, you're at 81 points. I mean, that's still a great season for you. Can't go wrong there. Mm -hmm. But then it looks like you're playing against the Kings. And I mean, the Kings have been on a tear, but they're trading away some key pieces and Quickie, who's been a locker room guy, captain, maybe not a with a letter on his chest, but definitely a captain in the locker room. And I mean, that that'll be interesting to see. But I I don't think the Kings have the pieces anymore. I think they're they're just a team that's going to be fizzling out here soon. So I got the Kraken. I got the Kraken at five. I think Kings will win one in L.A. just because that crowd is so rowdy. But then just Kraken take yeah. it. Uh, I I agree with the yeah. They're both kind of uh, on a tear, and the Kings have, you know, traded away a solid few solid players. But I think this uh this series is going to be uh a slow one. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna take all seven, all seven games, and I. I see. I, I don't know. I want to say that the Kings are gonna squeak it away, uh, just because I I don't see the Kraken uh, making it past the first round. It's fair. It's fair. All right. So now now we kind of go into we got Wild versus the Abs. Your little Minnesota hat. I saw it. I saw you wearing it. But we got the yeah. Abs Wild. I'm just gonna say, I think, think you guys might win two games in Minnesota. You might win one on the road, but nope, Abs in six. It's not going seven at all. Abs, the Abs are just starting to heat back up. They're getting Kale McCarr back from concussion protocol. Knock on wood. You got McKinnon just tearing it up. You got Ranton in. I mean, if Landy comes back, oof, it's just even a bigger uh, score for us. I mean. We bring in Lars Eller as a guy. I, I didn't know much to really say about that trade. I mean, it's definitely a big depth guy for us. But if Landy comes back, he just moves on down. So it's a good maybe fourth, third liner. But Landy coming in, oof. I think if Landy comes back healthy and ready to go, uh, if if Landy's back, abs in four, I'm saying it. If it takes him a little bit, abs in six for sure. Oh God! I uh, I don't see that. I'm sorry. I don't agree with that. And I figured you probably uh, would uh, be expecting that, but I think um, uh, Flory's gonna lock down the pipes on uh, uh, McKinnon. And, uh, hey, you can lock down one of them. You get, there's there's a shit ton of them in on that team. <laughs> Uh, uh, I think uh, Kaprizov is going to fire it up uh, for the Wild. and uh, I got the Wild in four. I think, uh, oh. I think we're going to wipe the floor Oof. with the abs. Okay, buddy. And, uh, uh, and even though my Flyers won't be 
will be in the playoffs. <laughs> uh, per usual, I will enjoy uh, the wild smoke maps. Might, might have to make a bet on that. We might have to make a bet. <laughs> I'm for it. I'm for all it. Right. I'm, for, I'm all for that. All right. Well, we'll make it to the stand. We'll pick our Stanley Cup picks now. I I still I think I called this first epi too. I I say mm-hmm. it's gonna be Rangers Avs, and obviously with the late additions for him, it's gonna be a barn burner. That'll go seven. I think I. It's two powerhouses versus two powerhouses. I think that would be a great series to watch. Great for the game of hockey when you just get the defending Stanley Cup champs and you bring in the Rangers. I mean, the Rangers have been a team where they've been battling, trying to get to the finals. Haven't really done it since Lundqvist. And, I mean, that for sure would just be a series and a half. I, I agree with you. That would be a, that would be a fun series to watch. That would be a, that would be a good uh, Stanley Cup. That'd be a fun Stanley Cup uh, series to watch. Um, <clears throat> but uh, for me, I I'm gonna stick with the gonna stick with the Canes uh, making it all the way, and uh, I'm just. To be totally honest, I'm not very like like I think the the West is hasn't really uh you know played to their potential yet. Uh, so when I was going through, you know, I, I was having a tough time of picking uh what team I would see, what other team I'd see in the 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 finals. Uh, so I just I just picked the wild for the shits of it the the shit as shits and giggles you know just because fucker fuck your abs yeah but uh, uh but so I got the I got the canes and the abs or the cane and canes in the wild okay um I do have some breaking news our uh when we uh took our notes when we took our notes mm-hmm. uh we had Islanders ahead of Pittsburgh. That is now flopped. The Islanders are sliding down. So now we got Canes, Pens, Boston Islanders. But now here's my big take. Because this was this is what we talked kind of discussed when we are, were talking about playoffs and what we thought. Mm-hmm. So now, if it's this close where the Islanders are falling behind, you got the Pan you got Panthers and Ottawa right behind them on their fucking tails. So if the Islanders go in a slump, now Panthers Ottawa jumps in it. So this is kind of where it's cool to do the if it happens now, because obviously then yeah. the Islanders are in. But now we get the idea of hey, shit can change in the East. I mean, it's a close battle for sure. Oh yeah. So it'll be something to kind of pay attention and come down to the final moments where it's like it it's close. I mean, Ottawa Ottawa's at seventy. Capitals are just now ahead of them at 71, but Ottawa Ottawa has two two games left to play. They have 65. They they've played 65. Washington's played 67. So I'm giving the edge to Ottawa still. They'll be ahead of them. But then you have the Panthers right behind them, behind the Islanders too. So that'll be something to watch where that could change the East in a big way and might help say a team like Pittsburgh get out of the first. 
maybe something happens in the East where it's a big surprise. So it, it'll be something fun to watch, definitely. But, I mean, out West, it doesn't really change. So, I mean, the East is definitely <laughs> something that we definitely have to watch. Yeah, the East is uh, – I had to go go and look. But, yeah, it's a, it's a dogfight right now. You, you can see it. Um, oh, like for sure. It, it's something that we're going to be eyeing down to the wire, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah i agree it'll come down to the wire and it'll be a, it'll be exciting but uh you're right like i mean the, it could uh the depending on how the situation uh works out uh i think some teams could could benefit you know uh, yeah i mean out west it doesn't really change you got edmonton at 80 you got Colorado just right behind, uh, right behind them. But I think it'll be Winnipeg in that uh, wild card spot. So that still changes some aspect. We don't really get wild abs, or I think we still do. But I think if abs can play the way they are, they'll jump up. Then I think you'll get wild jets. But it'll it'll definitely be something to watch for just for those teams that are already in it, where they have some games left to play and. They can jump up, but I don't think the wild card is really any different. You, Everyone that we've said is going to be in the playoffs. You got the Flames and Nashville. kind of, They're straggling. They're trying to keep up. I mean, Nashville's got a few games uh, more than a bunch of others. I think they, have, they got 63 games left. They've played 63, so they have a few games on hand that they can play. But, I mean, I don't see them – catching Edmonton or Colorado or their Jets. I mean, the Jets could slide down, but I still think Jets are a playoff team for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm the Jets have played uh, the most game. Or, yeah. Yeah. They're at 67 in the uh, central. So I could, I could, I could see them, uh, them dropping down because I mean you got the abs. I mean they're a point behind uh, the Jets, uh, and they got they three games uh, three, left to play before. Behind. Yep, they're at sixty four. Sixty four and Nashville's at sixty three, but I think yeah, that would the the yeah Nashville would have to go on a, a tad bit but of a tear. I think Nash uh, Nashville's playing today, so. I think they are technically at 64 come down to this game. So, but they're playing Anaheim. So, I mean, it'll be something mm. to watch. I might have to do a live update here. Fit loads. Oh, Nashville's <laughs> up 2 1. End of first. Nashville <laughs> up 2 1. So, I mean, so the, what is, they're uh, at 73 points then if they win. Yeah. 70. So maybe it's and just a switch. Maybe another team is. Yep. I mean, yeah, you're, you're right. They're playing good hockey. I mean, they're above 500, and that's always a plus. I mean, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I could see them switching with the Jets. I just think the Jets. You got Hullabuck. If he he's a goalie that can win you games. I mean, Nashville. I don't really see a whole lot of guys. I mean, you've traded away some key pieces. Two teams that are in the playoffs. So I mean it. 
I don't see them making maybe making that stretch where they beat they t- overtake them. But yeah. you know what's even better? Avs have one of the easiest schedules left. <laughs> Taking it. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> uh, but so playoff hockey that's going to be something fun for us to watch for sure. Yeah, and now is the time. I mean, we're at the back half of the the season. Uh, I mean, I know we said that uh, the East, anything could really happen. I know we're kind of saying that maybe the West is a little more locked down, but this is the time where we you can't can't True. be giving I mean, up any points. Yep, this uh, is the time where you're and, you're winning out if you want to make playoffs. And, yeah, and still anything could happen. I mean, uh, the Blackhawks aren't making it. That's a for sure. We know that. Let but me look at the, the stats. Time. No, mm, <laughs> no, not really looking at it. Yeah. Them, them and the Sharks, I, I, I don't see making it. But, um, but again, anything could uh, happen for these other teams. Um, well, well, for the losers, we'll end on a good note. So... For the Bedard race, the race for Bedard, you got the Blue Jackets leading the charge for Tank Tank for the Bedard. They are only at forty-seven points, which which this this race for Oof. Bedard is actually coming down to the wire, which is hilarious because no one should be this excited for the first pick. Usually, it means your team sucks, mm-hmm. but there are four teams in this race. You have the Blue Jackets at forty-seven. San Jose at 50, yep. Blackhawks at 50, and Ducks at 53. So it's still anyone's game for the highest percentage for the first uh, round draft pick, or for the first overall pick. I mean, hey, uh, mm-hmm. shout out Jared Bull, big family friend that got his jersey on. A little signed uh, in the back, so there we go. But I <laughs> thought I'd give Blue Jackets some luck. They're going to need it. I mean, you bring in a guy like Johnny Goudreau and – you're dead last in the NHL. Come <laughs> on. Oh man, it is a it's a good laugh to watch these teams, you know. It's uh just trying to lose to uh get this one guy, but uh it's a tight race and uh it'll be it'll be exciting to see where Bedard ends up. Hopefully it's the Flyers, but <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think that's happening. But I think. Um, oh, I think who was it? It was uh, TSN where they were doing their mock draft. Oh, mm-hmm. I gotta find it now. Their, uh, I think their mock draft. They had. Um, Oh, I think it was – oh, now I'm not even going to be able to find it. But it was funny because I was watching that, and then it was some, like, outer place team that shouldn't be, like, in the top four was, like, second overall for a pick. And it was just kind of hilarious. <laughs> oh, here it is. I got it. So their, uh, their uh, pick – uh, so Columbus gets the first overall, mm-hmm. and um, I think it was the Canucks that got the second. Yep. Okay. Yep. So first went to 
Blue Jackets because they have the highest odds. I would hope so. And then mm-hmm. the Canucks come out of nowhere and and like they're ranked sixth and just gets the second pick. It's like oh, so draft day is going to be interesting to watch. I mean, there's been some yeah, times where the worst team does not get the first pick. So, I mean, I know fan bases of these four teams are just praying to God right now. Oh, yeah. And I, uh, <clears throat> you're right. The The draft lottery is, uh, it is goofy sometimes. And it'll be exciting. <laughs> be exciting to see uh, uh, who gets the first pick and who gets... Bedard and <clears throat> where everybody lands up. See, I the tank to win is kind of the thing where I I I swear there's no no way the Blue Jackets should be in this. I mean, you bring in Johnny Goudreau, you have some solid goaltending, you have some depth, you have Patrick Line. Like, if this isn't a tank, I don't know what is. Like, you got you have the talent to be in the playoffs. We've seen it, and then you bring in Johnny Goudreau, who just adds to it. And it's just like, hmm, let's just tank. Mm. It's like, that was kind of my, that was my red it flag. Is, it's like, mm. it is a little suspect. It is a little suspect. I I agree. Um, for some reason, I like, is uh, this is like the, the year, uh, and mind you, I'm just getting back into uh, watching NHL hockey. Uh, but I don't remember, uh, Anytime recently that there's been uh, a legit race. Uh, other, tank, other than like Crosby and McDavid, race. you're right. Yeah. They're, I mean, yeah, Austin Matthews was up there. Matthews was up there, but it, like you said, it, it kind of varied with him. I mean, there were some good draft picks mm-hmm. that year. But, yeah, nothing has been this where it's like you know who's getting picked first. <laughs> <laughs> Unless some team like comes out of the blue and goes, no, we want someone else. It's like, really? How how funny would that be? That would. I I don't think you can this year. I mean, last year it was Shane Wright's year, and he drops to the Kraken, but then now gets sent back to uh, juniors. Which, I mean, he's an overall great player, so I don't think he'll have a problem in his career in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Like is a really young guy, was a leader in the uh, for uh, his team. Like, I I don't see him having a problem. I think he kind of needs the he needs a few years to develop and grow because he is a really young guy. So maybe that's kind of why he wasn't the first pick. I mean, he was really young. I think he was the youngest in the draft class. I could be mistaken. I don't know everyone's birthday or birth year in that or birthday in that. But, like, so he had some flaws. He was young. But no one really knew if it was his first pick or someone was going to draft someone else. I mean, Logan Cooley bursted on the scenes. There was a bunch of guys that, like, had a legitimate shot at being number one. But, I mean, like, I, I don't see that happening this year. I think any four teams in there is going Bedard. I would I would agree with you. <clears throat> But, okay, how yeah, funny would this be? Blue Jackets tank for Bedard. Get Bedard. Bedard now learns how to play in the NHL. Johnny, Johnny Goudreau, an undersized forward all-star. Don't get me wrong. Hmm. 
now even more sus now. You go get the number one pick and have him learn from Johnny Goudreau. Same, same style. Finds the back of the net. Just unreal hands. And hmm, now a little more sus. <laughs> and how it's all starting to make sense. Yep. Even I guarantee you that when they sign Johnny, it's like, hey, we're going to tank for this kid. But next year we're in Stanley Cup Finals for sure. It's like, now, now it's making sense. Now, now it's kind of come out why Johnny Goudreau isn't throwing the biggest fit going to Columbus. He he knew, he knew, he knew. Yeah, he's gonna. He knows next year he's gonna have a partner in crime, and it's just gonna. They're gonna go ham. We're gonna tear it up. Yep, and then just screw so the Santa. One more piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Yep, just screw San Jose, screw the Blackhawks, screw the Ducks. It's like we did it right. We tanked. We got the guy who's he's gonna learn from, and all that. Yeah. But. Oh, I, I mean, like you said, though, it can be funny. You don't know who's going to get that pick in the lottery. It's so strange, but it – I I don't know. If I were to pick, I'd say Blue Jackets. I mean, they have the highest odds. It's tough to beat them. But Blue mm. Jackets could go on a win streak, too. They have the talent. And now the first – like the next team up. So, I mean, it, it'll be weird. It'll be fun to watch, though. But I, I got to pick Blue Jackets, what you think. Oh, if you say flyers, it doesn't count. <laughs> I I was just I was just checking the. Uh, I saw where I saw the, I saw the face get close to the screen, going, "Where's the flyers?" <laughs> I had to think about it. Um, you guys don't have a shot unless you just come out of nowhere. <laughs> well, uh, you're right. Um, well, I guess you, know you guys what? have a I shot. I wouldn't mind seeing. You guys are eighth right now. I mean, if Canucks can jump from six to two in that draft, well, TSN mock draft doing the same thing the NHL does. I guess you never know. I'll let you pick Flyers if you want, but I call bullshit. Fan uh, favorite I, there. I feel like it'll be it'll it'll probably end up being the Sharks, and I don't think that would be such a bad thing for the Sharks. No, they they need an All Star. They haven't really. I haven't had a guy to build around in a while. I mean, they had the, you had the Jumbo Joe and Patrick Marlowe era, but that was kind of about it. I was going to say, and I mean, it would almost be like, as much as it would, it'd be cool to see Sharks be, uh, be, be good. I don't know if they would know what to do with, uh, uh, a franchise <laughs> player like that. <laughs> trade trade, trade the first pick away. We don't want it. We don't know what to do with this. We're trading it away. We'll give you Bernard. San Jose (laughs) trades the first overall pick for uh, the Blackhawks for Jonathan Taze. (laughs) Mm -hmm. A guy that's retiring. They just need an old guy to build to have the face of the franchise. And now I can see that happening. (laughs) uh, If you're a Sharks fan, we love the Sharks fan. It's just funny because. Actually, when is the last time they've had a first overall pick? I think it might be Patty Marlowe. I don't think they've had the first overall pick in that long. I think might... you're right. Yeah, they've had – so, oh, they didn't even have the first pick. They had it – oh, I don't think they've had the first pick in forever. Oh, my God. 
I'm not going to lie. I don't see a one overall pick. Oh, there, for pa Patty Marlowe, he was the first round second overall. They have not had the first overall pick. So, you know what? I'm changing my pick because I want – you got to give San Jose this now. They have never had a first overall <laughs> pick. And, like, even in their rebuilding years where they were terrible at the start, like, they're mm – -hmm. Brand new franchise, just terrible. And, like, you don't give him a first overall pick. Now, don't get me wrong. Patty Marlowe, fucking beauty. Like, a oh, yeah. legend in the game. But he wasn't even the, the first overall pick. So, like, say they get one first overall pick. How does that change your franchise? So, hey, could be start of something new here. The Bedard era in San Jose. So, I, I, I think I got to change it now. Just because now with that research, I mean, shit. San Jose, you gotta have gotta have it a little bit now. Yeah. I mean, they've had the <laughs> top three picks and never got a first overall. So, say you add that to your franchise, is San maybe San Jose won a Stanley Cup then? Oof. Yeah, maybe maybe Oof. that first overall pick changes uh, that outcome versus Pittsburgh. I doubt it, but. You, I mean, going up, you going up against Crosby, Malkin, that fucking juggernaut, back to back Stanley Cups, but that adds talent, that adds a superstar, and that super superstars can find a way to win. I mean, in playoffs, not always like a superstar can get shut down and can be bounced, but hey, that adds more talent. That gives you a guy. So who that knows? Is, that is true, but it's been um. It's I when did when did I'm sorry, when did Nathan McKinnon when was he uh, uh, uh drafted? Uh, it yeah, was, was, uh, was it, it 2013. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's the the last time a superstar has been brought in. You know that has been the face of a franchise. That's you know. Well, I mean, some could argue McDavid to win the cup. Okay, McDavid's yeah. never yeah. Well, McDavid's never won a cup. I'm talking about to like yeah, make it that far. You know, see, so yeah, Cindy Crosby, but that took some time. True. <laughs> yeah. So as I look up like Sharks history again, Sharks history uh -huh. of not getting number one pick. Oh, that that changes my theory now. Fuck, <laughs> fuck the Blue Jackets. I I love you, Jared Bull. I, I love you, Jared. You're family friend. I still love you. He still works there, so oh, I hope he doesn't see this. <laughs> I'm never going to a Blue Jackets game again in my life. But give the San Jose Sharks one first overall pick now. I mean, the Blue Jackets, they can go sign, guys. They still have the talent to go make the playoffs another year. San Jose's done. San Jose is done. They just traded away their future almost. So that, give San Jose the first pick. I got. I need it. I got to see it now. Blue, Blue Jackets are going to go on a winning streak now that we talked about it, and San Jose is getting the first pick. Yeah, I think you're right. It is uh... – they gotta do their due due their due diligence and uh, uh, give the sharks the first pick. Yep. So yeah. hey, if you're a sharks yeah. fan here, we 
we want you to have it now. We're changing our answers so you guys get the first overall pick. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that, there you go, Sharks fans. We're siding oh, oh. with you. We'll end it on a good note for the Sharks fans. So, thank you, every get everybody again for uh, taking a listen here. I know we're uh, a little sorry it hasn't came as soon as we wanted, but hey, you don't mess with a family come playoff hockey time. And I respected your brother's privacy. He he was ready for hockey. I know he was itching for playoff hockey. So you don't you don't you don't mess with a family during playoff mm-hmm. hockey or at least down to the wire. So, hey, we took a little hiatus, did a little bit more research for you, and uh, we're, we're happy to just get this back going and hopefully just knocking out more episodes each week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, thank you again for all the, uh, to all the listeners, you know, that uh, tune in. Um, uh, we will, you know, make it a, a priority to uh, – Get, get back in it, be more consistent for you guys, 